Hi and welcome to Think Healthy with Hayley. This is a podcast for women who are interested in health, fitness, weight loss and mindset. So if you want to feel more in control, enjoy food, stop dieting and just feel happier and healthier and getting to where you want to be, then this is the podcast for you. I hope you enjoy it. Let's get into the episode. So today we are talking about slow progress, what to do when you're feeling frustrated, that things are not happening quick enough. And I'm going to offer you today some some mindset tools, some perspective shifts and some practical tips as well. And I think the first thing to talk about is impatience, because very, very often when we're experiencing slow progress, it's partly because we haven't got the best perspective on how long these things will take when it comes to weight loss, we've all become very impatient people in general. In the modern world, we're used to getting everything immediately, instant gratification, and we see these transformations online, and we see this fantastic before and after photo that only took 12 weeks or less, and we think that that's what real life weight loss is, and it's just not. And very very often with those before and after photos that you see with with those transformations that happen through diets and different challenges they're not reflective of real life and they are very often going to end up in that person regaining that weight if you check in with them three months later six months later it's going to be very rare that that person has managed to build the habits and the lifestyle that they needed in that short space of time to keep those results so we have to have a distanced perspective from those kind of transformations and unless you can see that person again six months later like you don't know what's what's the story behind it and also you don't know the work that's gone into it as well any results that you see no matter how long they take we only see a snapshot of what's happened with that person and we don't know their life what they've done how they found the experience so it's easy to fall into that comparison trap but it never helps and it's just impossible because no one has your body your lifestyle and your exact situation so we have to keep focusing on you what's going to help you so when it comes to weight loss the only way to lose it quickly is to dramatically cut your calorie intake and that's what restrictive diets will do in various ways for example if you cut carbohydrates if you went on a low carb diet like keto you would lose maybe quite a few pounds in the first few weeks and that would be mostly down to cutting your carbohydrate intake which means that your body then uses up the stores of carbohydrate that it has and carbohydrate is stored in your body with water so every gram of carbs is stored with about three grams of water so as soon as you start to to use up those stores you lose a lot of water weight as well so that's why one of the reasons why it's it's often rapid weight loss at the beginning But any diet, any method that gets you to restrict things in some way is basically getting you to cut calories for the long term. And while you're on that diet, that may work because you can see the short term benefit of it. But is it getting you to build habits and a lifestyle that you can sustain? Because if it isn't, you may well have experienced getting to the end of that diet and being relieved that it's over or maybe falling off the wagon part way through because it was just so unsustainable. And then you end up regaining that weight because it wasn't lost in a way that you could keep living. So we have to keep remembering that real, true, lasting success. It requires habit change and habit change takes time. 
So it's said that it can take us three weeks for a, a habit to build or for us to form a habit, but it's actually been shown to take on average 66 days, but for some people up, up to like 200 plus days for a habit to form. Everyone's different. It depends on what it is. It depends on previous experience. And basically it takes longer than we think. So we also need to remember that it takes a long time to gain that weight in the first place. And very often that weight gain is just an accumulation of decisions over time, right? It's having that extra bit of food and drink, gradually consuming extra calories, a few more calories than we burn day after day after day. And over time that adds up. And it may be that you may have struggled with weight for your whole life, or it may have been just circumstances have changed, or as you've got older, it's become more difficult to maintain the weight you want to be. And that is often because we get less active as we're older, we maybe change jobs, we're sat down more, we start to feel more tired as you go through menopause, you might start to feel hormones are changing, your body feels tired and achy, so you tend to move around less, and maybe eat and drink more to feel a bit better in, in those situations. But whatever way we've gained that weight, it generally has taken a few years to get to a place where maybe you're taking action about it now. So it's worth remembering that when it comes to losing that weight, because it's going to be a similar process to how you gained it, but in reverse. And obviously it's going to be quicker and it is going to be different because when you're doing a weight loss journey, like you're focused on losing weight. You weren't focused on deliberately gaining weight previously, hopefully, but in this situation, you're now focused on losing it, but losing it in a sustainable way will take longer than losing it in a dieting way. And we want that sustainable way, don't we? So it's going to come from small decisions, from just consuming slightly less calories through having that extra awareness of what you're eating and through pushing yourself to go out and, and do another walk, get more steps in, just be a bit more active and just tipping that balance back in your favour so that you're burning more calories than you're taking in on a consistent basis. And when you do that in the right way, doing that with patience and aiming to enjoy the process and focusing on really mastering the daily work, like looking at the small steps that you need to take each day and funneling all your energy into that, into taking action, small steps, consistency. Doing it that way means that you will never have to lose weight again. You'll make that the last time because you'll build that habit, the lifestyle, the awareness, and the enjoyment factor that you need to keep the weight off for good. So it may take longer than a diet, but it's the way to do it to make it stick. That's what we need to remember. And there's there's no doubt that weight loss can be really frustrating. And the amount of clients that I've worked with who have, have had this struggle, like you get to a point where you're doing so many things right, you're putting in the effort, you're doing the work, but you're not seeing the progress that you wanna see. and that in itself doesn't mean that things are not happening very often it's just that you need to, to reach a tipping point and your body it likes to hold on to water for a little while it likes to hold on to fat for a little while even though you're doing the right things it just takes an accumulation of those habits and those actions for suddenly something to happen almost overnight it will seem like for weeks your weight stays the same and then you wake up one day and weigh yourself and suddenly you're three pounds down and sometimes that's just the way it goes. So we have to be looking at having the best perspective on this to make sure that you're you're feeling as good as you possibly can do and you keep going long enough to see that change happen. Because when you get frustrated, although it's understandable, 
that frustration doesn't serve you in any way. It is literally just your energy and your time and your focus being lost, like being wasted on, on feeling unhappy about something that you you can't change by being frustrated. So a better way to use that energy would be to put it into doing the next thing that you can that day to partly being a bit of a detective to make sure that you you are taking action in in the right ways and there's nothing that you're missing so curiosity can be a really good emotion if we can switch from frustration to curiosity or to determination those are going to help you so much more and the speed of change like is something you can influence but you can't decide so we can influence it with making great decisions and being consistent but even then you can't choose how quickly you lose weight it's going to happen when your body decides that it's going to happen so again it comes back to how can we enjoy this process and make sure that you just stick with it because you like it you're not even having to see results every week you just enjoy what you're doing you notice how great it makes you feel and that in itself is enough to make you want to keep doing it so keep remembering that you have the choice to spend your time and your energy being frustrated and, and feeling like you're getting nowhere, or you can consciously choose to direct that time and energy towards working harder, being really determined, being tena tenacious, tenacity, tenacious, yeah, and creating change. It's those small daily actions that will make the difference. So focus on the process and the results will take care of themselves. And we would have the same approach, say, with your kids. If your kids are struggling with a subject at school or your child wants to get better at sport and they're struggling with it at the moment, you'd encourage them to keep working at it, right? You'd encourage them to, to practice every day and to be patient and just be consistent and to not expect immediate results. And you'd want them to keep trying because you'll know that if your child keeps trying improving their skills with maths or their skills playing football, they all start to see progress because they would have been consistent. And if they do, if they stick with it and if they just keep working, even though they're not seeing immediate results, but they just keep trying and trying, you'd be so proud of them, wouldn't you, for being that child who strived for what they wanted and who refused to give up. And then just through that sheer determination and that tenacity and that hard work, they got what they wanted, they improved dramatically, they maybe upped their grade or they got into the team they wanted to be in and they started scoring goals. Like They could achieve that if they worked hard enough and you can do the same. And how proud would you be of yourself if you did that? And the thing is, when we break it down, we don't just want weight loss and a number on the scales. The chances are you more than just weight loss you want to be healthy and have abundant energy and to be taking great care of yourself and to feel proud of what you're doing and to have a healthy active lifestyle that you really enjoy and have that freedom around food and just feel in control feel balanced and happy and if that's the case like the speed of your progress isn't as important as building the habits that allow you to get there and to keep the results right so focusing your energy on building those habits to be that person who you want to be is vital and doing that means that the results will take care of themselves so we're so focused on the result we're so focused on that number when we step on the scale but it's the wrong place to be having the focus if you will take that and put that onto 
building the habits that will get you there, building the habits that mean you can be that version of you who you want to be. That's how you get the results and keep them as well. So there's a couple of questions you can ask to help direct that focus. One would be, what do I need to do today, right now? What's the next action step I can take? Another question, what is one thing I can do today to establish the habit that I need for the lifestyle that I want? And that could be anything. It could be going for a walk. It could be preparing my dinner in advance so that it's there when I get home tonight. It could be getting out my gym stuff so that I can do a workout first thing in the morning. It could be pushing myself to do a workout today even though I don't feel like it. It could be making a healthy choice for dinner. Even though I'm tired and I really want to order a pizza, I'm going to go and make that meal that I said I would make and keep that promise to myself. There's so many small things that you can do and they really do make a difference. So keep remembering that you're doing this to to nourish and care for your body and to build a great relationship with yourself and with food. It's not just about that number. So you can always move towards that goal with your very next choice. You can always do something to nourish and take care of your body and you can make a next great choice that improves your relationship with yourself and with food. It's those little things that all count so much and they add up and they accumulate and they create amazing results. So the more you work, the more you grit your teeth and get determined and make it happen and turn frustration into action, the more incredibly proud of yourself you're going to be when you do reach that goal. So let's look at some practical tips for this as well. When it comes to weight loss, I can't say enough, it's going, to come to, it's going to come down to having and creating a calorie deficit. So however you may have lost weight in the past, it's always going to have been because you were in a calorie deficit at the time. And that means that when you know that, you know you can create it in different ways. You don't have to cut certain foods. It's not down to the, the exact food that you eat. It's down to how that all comes together to create an amount of calories that you consume over, say, a week. And if you're losing weight, that just needs to be less than what you're burning off through activity. So it needs to be a calorie deficit created by habits that you can sustain. And ways to do this, obviously it's going to be the simple things like portion sizes, having a little bit of knowledge about calories, looking at packets and understanding what a portion size is like certain things like cereals and pasta can really help to weigh those things out and just have a look at when they say a 45 gram serving what does that look like once you've weighed it and you've checked it and you understand you don't have to do that every time but it's just really helpful to gain that knowledge and that understanding and that visual idea of what does this amount of calories look like and that can help me make great decisions consistently with various foods and meals over years and years to come tracking your your data is really helpful too so tracking what you eat whether it's like a food diary whether it's using a calorie counter like my fitness pal just even for a very short period of time but keeping track of your food in general with a food diet or for some of my clients they take photos of their food and that's a quick and easy way for them to keep track and they use an, an app where they can put photos of meals and snacks all together on one one image and then they've just got it there as a little visual diary of what they've been eating but you need something to keep to keep that track of what you're having because it's so easy to forget. And if you haven't got any data to look at, then if you get stuck, then you don't really know what to change. But if you've been writing stuff down or taking pictures or keeping track in some way, then you've got some data to look at. And you can go back through that and, 
and check like was I sticking to the plan have I been having extra snacks and nibbles that I've not accounted for have I been eating in the right portion size or maybe I've been serving myself a little bit more than I needed have you been eating to the point where you feel satisfied and not too full very often we will just eat what's on our plate and we'll eat what's around us and we're very prone to just mindless eating in general so those little bits and pieces will add up a lot as well so for a lot of clients I work with they find it really helps to write down a plan in advance and then stick exactly to that plan so planning meals and snacks and if anything else crops up in the day it's a no thank you and if it's amazing like then they can save it until tomorrow and having that clear boundary can be really really effective in just helping you to stay on track and to not have to keep thinking about what to have can I fit this in it's just when it's planned you don't have to think you can divert that brain power to everything else that's going on in your day and it helps so much to know lunch is is sorted that you know what you're having for dinner you know what snacks you could have if you get hungry and it stays consistent so much easier when you've got that planned ahead and written down and same with activity as well if you've got a step tracker then keeping track of your daily steps is really helpful very often if you are losing weight your body will start to try and conserve energy because it doesn't want you to be losing weight it senses that that is potentially a threat to your survival like when we lose weight for the whole of our human existence weight loss has generally meant that there's not enough food available so our body is designed to keep hold of that weight it doesn't want to release fat easily and it will make you subconsciously move less as you start to to take in less calories and to to see that weight loss happen you will maybe notice that you start to feel a little bit more tired you want to sit down a little bit more you may not even notice this but you might find that if you're tracking your steps your step count may start to go down and when you've got that data again that's something you can look at and you can start to bump that up and if you find that your your steps are staying the same but you've hit a plateau with weight loss then upping your step count is another good way to just see, see progress start to happen you can either bring your food intake and alcohol intake down a little bit more or you can bump up your activity and again for some clients I work with they're busy in the week so they'll get out when they can they'll do some walking at lunchtime or after work but they make up a big chunk of their step count over the weekend and that can work really well because that's the time that most people want to relax a bit with their food and maybe have have a takeaway have a glass of wine or three or four glasses of wine and if you can be bumping up your activity level and your calorie burn as you're also maybe taking in some extra calories from food and drink then it balances things out really well so keeping track very very important to do and the other tips i would suggest would be to look at making sure you're getting enough protein and a serving of protein in each meal is just a very helpful goal to have and add to that meal some fruits and vegetables especially at dinner half a plate of vegetables with a serving of protein and then some carbohydrate or whatever else you want to add to that meal that could just be a really good guideline to follow and protein will help you to to stay fuller for longer so it can help you to reduce your snacking it would also help your body to keep hold of muscle as you lose weight so when we are losing weight in general the body will take that energy from fat stores but also from muscle as well unless we're eating enough protein and we're doing some form of resistance training then 
some of that weight loss will come from muscle and that's not what we want because muscle will burn more calories than fat does so if you keep holding muscle you can generally eat a bit more food because your metabolism will be that bit higher but also muscle is obviously vital for being a strong fit healthy person like we want to keep hold of that muscle as much as possible we lose it naturally as we get older so the more you can do to preserve it the more you can eat protein and do resistance training the better your health and fitness and general life is going to be as you get older so water is the other thing I was going to mention that's my final tip just making sure that you're drinking plenty of water and it's such a simple thing but water is something that is easy to neglect and it can mean that we end up craving more snacks and it can also mean that you feel lethargic and you're less likely to be active so just upping your water intake is is so simple but it can really help as well so alongside those practical steps it still comes back to that patience and focusing on enjoying the process as much as you possibly can so many people get frustrated and self-sabotage just before they were about to see something happen so don't be that person don't fall into that self-sabotage pattern focus on all the positives of what you're doing and look for all the little wins along the way everything you can be pleased and proud of and that could be physical changes, but that could also be the habits that you're building. That can be all the little actions that you're taking with food, with activity, with your mindset as well. If you're starting to learn and change your mindset and you're feeling more positive, that's huge in itself. And those are the kind of changes that will create long-term success. So being really proud and focusing on all the wins, all the positives, and keep taking action, knowing that those actions will pay off. It might take longer than you want it to, but if you are putting in the work, you will reach a tipping point and you will see results. So in the meantime, do everything you can to keep positive and to enjoy the process. Remember, it doesn't matter how long it takes and there's no one else to compare to. All that matters is that you are enjoying it and you are taking steps towards a healthier, happier version of you. And that's it. Keep going, keep taking those small steps and you will get there. If you are confused, if you need any help, I'm always happy to give advice, to give help on my email or on social media. So feel free to get in touch with me. My email is hayley at hayleyplumber.co.uk. You can check out my website, hayleyplumber.co.uk, or come follow me over on Facebook or Instagram, and I'll leave the links to both of those in the show notes. I hope you found this helpful, and I will speak to you again soon. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoyed it. If you have any questions, if I can help you in any way, please feel free to get in contact with me via my website, hayleyplumber.co.uk or come find me on Facebook or Instagram and I would love to connect with you. I hope you have an amazing day and I'll speak to you soon.